Good morning, fellow students, and welcome back to Legacy Weapon, your guide to the Legacy format. I'm Jamie. I'm Drew. And we are here to talk to you about oh, cats? Cats today, right? Cats. That's what we decided. Yeah. Uh, so, so <laughs> cats, um, they are like dogs, <laughs> except they poop in a box, so you never have to take them outside, and you can go away for a weekend. Right. Also, they're pretty they don't really pay any attention to you. So they don't take away time from your, I don't know, looking at other pictures of cats on the internet. I, I, I think we're done. Um, uh, so what, cats are the best legacy weapon, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We, <laughs> we are here to talk about the legacy format, help you get better at it, help you learn more, help you develop your skills. And, uh, what do we have today? So today we're going to, do what we talked about last episode that we said we might do, which was look at the turn one play of a bunch of different decks. And basically, I'm going to say what it is, and I know what it is, and Jamie's going to try to figure out what it might be. Now, first of all, if we keep this up and keep doing what we say we're going to do and having part one and part two back to back, we might start making promises again, which is a mistake. So also, we need to just remember we don't now. just like disappear for two or three months at a time also. Um, yeah. We said we weren't going to talk about that. Right. Uh, or the time we disappeared for seven months. Seven months, right. Without a word. Without yeah. a word, so, yeah. Sorry about that, boys and girls. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he, we have on purpose had me not look at what he's pulled up. He's pulled up, I think, specific openings that happened at, at events, right? So uh, it's a mix. Uh, I went okay. through uh, some some of their from events, and then when I got tired of uh, clicking through videos and trying to find turn one of game one, um, I just generated a bunch of random hands with a bunch of decks and did what I thought should happen. Um, so okay. hopefully and, not too many of these are just Drew made a horrible play mistake. Well, and this, you know, th- this is going to be where we separate the men from the other men, um, uh, because I am probably going to get a lot of these wrong. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I know you all rely on me as your actual expert. Uh, if you want a real expert, I've got other podcasts with smarter people I can direct you to. This is the fun learning one. So yeah. let's, try, let's try to learn together, fellow students. Right. Come on. Field, field trip to Drew's house. All right, Drew. Right. So some T, of these, tee, tee us off. Right. Okay. So some of these are really easy. We'll start off with a couple of, of fairly easy ones, and then maybe we'll move on to uh, some of the harder ones. So uh, here we have – so turn one is Mox Diamond pitching a Wooded Foothills, play a Windswept Heath, fetch for a Taiga – Cast life from the lands. Yes. I mean, lands. Yep, yes, that one's pretty I mean, easy. Th- th- from from the first card, I was like, about uh, I, okay, I know what this. There's like is, two but... decks this could be. Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, it, it, it narrowed itself down pretty quick. All right. Yeah. So yes, if your opponent is playing Mox Diamond and Life from the Loam, they are playing lands. If they're playing Mox Diamond and what were the lands they pitched that you said? Like three different colors. Yeah. Because then. Foot- okay. So this, technically, I think this could be uh, punishing loam which does have Mox Diamonds, and it does have Life from the Loam. Uh, it, it could, but the odds of them doing that turn one... Is much, it's much better. Is, is, is lower. They, they've usually got things they'd rather be doing turn one. It's, 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 probably, it's probably lands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should assume your opponent's playing lands. And frankly, if it's four-color or Loam or Punishing Loam or whatever everyone wants to call that deck, uh, you should probably treat it more or less as though it is the lands deck because they're pretty similar and you probably should do the same thing in either case with your first 
couple of turns. Okay, and we, we can't really go into like what the correct response is to these because it depends, you know, deck by deck, and yeah. what you have in your hand. And right, and, and graveyard heck, hate some, is probably good if you can exile the loam. That's probably a good yeah. Thing. But you know, it, depending on what the matchup is, you know, against a specific deck, your deck might want to speed up, or your deck might want to slow down, or right. We can't really go into the thousands of right. things because I eventually need to sleep. And I eventually need to wake up tomorrow and sleep tomorrow night, and I think we'd still be going. I don't. Yeah, I don't um, think they want to let uh, our uh, hosting site will let us post uh, like fourteen gigabyte uh, three day po- straight podcast episode either. So um, you you you've now okay Patreon reward everybody. There we go. <laughs> there we go right. Uh, All right. What's next? Next is another easy one. Misty Rainforest into Basic Forest. Cast Nettle Sentinel. Elves. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Good yeah. If it's an elf that's not uh, Deathrite Shaman, Shaman, it's it's it, elves. Yeah, yeah I, I can't think of any other one-drop elf that... I mean, sometimes Llanowar elves can see some play, I think. Pretty sure that's decks. only in elves, though, because everybody else would either play Noble Hierarch or Deathrite Shaman or maybe Burning yeah. Paradise. I mean, yeah. the only reason you so, play yeah. Llanowar elves is because you care about the creature type. Pretty much. Yeah. Or because the art is awesome. I, yeah, it's like... Just the head of an elf. Um, With something that it turns out are tree branches, but I always grew up thinking was a big freaking flower. Yeah. Because the negative space made it very unclear to me what part was the art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good times. Next, anyway, next is uh, Basic Island. Okay. Sensei's Dividing Top. Okay. Miracles. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to try to be silly and cute here. So, okay. The, it could be Storm. Uh, those decks are playing one of top most of the time these days now. Apparently that's the thing. Not all the time, but it's probably Miracles. You should probably assume it's Miracles. Yeah. That, that is the one thing that is a little hard about this is, as you say, this exact opening could be for more than one deck. Right. And Miracles has lots of openings. So right. it's impossible to list here every opening that right. every deck could have. Right. Um, but this is still a really useful thing. And as we showed by these, a lot of times you can tell with pretty good certainty. Right. And a lot of times, especially, say, if you combo out and win on turn one, this is really important so you know how to sideboard for game two. Right. Um, as we discussed last time. And even if not, just how you play out your first turn. Whether you try to bait a Force of Will depends a lot on if you think they're playing a Force of Will deck. Yeah. So, right. anyway, keep, let's keep going. All right. Uh, a couple more easy ones, just to finish warming up here so the next this is this is from the recent three and oh three and oh this is the recent uh, star city tournament um which i know uh jamie watched i think in its entirety so you may remember this play so uh polluted delta fetch a badlands mm-hmm. uh unmask pitching a grizzle brand targeting self okay discard yep. another, I, I i did see this discard another grizzle brand and cast reanimate targeting the grizzle brand all right, yeah, that's uh, the red-black reanimator that is kind of the new hotness. Yep. I mean, reanimate, reanimator isn't a new deck, but this version of it is relatively new and has been doing pretty well. Yeah. And the people who like it like it a whole lot. So yeah. we might try to bump that up on our list of things to do deck decks on. But, it's yeah, also if they a lot are... cheaper to build than the classic reanimator because you don't need underground seas or force okay. of will, which is, Ooh, yeah. I do like decks without force of will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um but yeah so uh 
this is kind of like almost dumb, right? I mean, obviously they just reanimated Grizzlebrand on turn one. So first of all, you probably lost already if all of this <laughs> happened. Um, yes. But secondly, it's pretty clear what they're doing. It's probably reanimate. Force of will to reanimate. Force of will to reanimate. Do it. Yeah, that do is it now. probably the thing to do. If you have force okay. of will, you should probably have already played it. Um, yes. Anyway. Okay. So that's what that is. Uh, one more super easy one and then we'll move on. Planes, Ether Vial. Okay. Uh, Death and Taxes. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't really think. Ether Vial is played by Merfolk, Death and Taxes. Anything else, really? Goblins, I think. I, I, I was going to say Goblins, but... Insofar as Goblins is even really a deck. I yeah. I will admit, I, I know people who play Legacy Goblins, which I, I have a story about that in just a moment. But, um, yeah, yeah they, they don't play many planes in Goblins. Uh, no, right. Basic planes, Ether Vial has got to be that death and taxes. I'm pretty sure there's nothing else so, that could possibly So, side story with something that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. One of the Seattle Seahawks, the football team. Yes. He had posted. Oh, you heard about this. Okay. I did. He posted that uh, his backpack had gotten stolen out of his car. Just mm-hmm. not an event with the sports team, just out of his girlfriend's house or something. I don't, I don't really I remember exactly where. Was, yeah. Uh, and in his backpack was his entire magic collection. Yeah. Uh, and he was he was really just saying, hey, everybody, if you find this, if somebody's trying to sell these cards at your store, it's a fairly specific list of decks. Here they are. Um, please try to get it back for me. Uh, as far as I know, he has not yet gotten it back. I hope that he does. And yeah. um, if if you're a card store in that part of the world and uh, somebody comes in with like 12 decks, right. maybe, maybe peek at this, this tweet and see if uh, he's got legacy elves and legacy goblins. So... Yeah. That's on. That's on his list. Makes me yeah. kind of happy. Yeah, um, yeah. It's apparently a twenty thousand dollar or so collection. So does not surprise me. I mean, if you've got yeah. two legacy decks, four modern decks, I don't. Yeah, know, some I mean, other you're stuff. a pro football player. You can afford, you know, blackboard yeah. duels and whatnot. So, but one, yeah. one of the cool things was that Wizards uh, heard about this and they sent him a care package of. Magic product, not his specific decks. Um, no, kind of hard for them to. They just, don't have that lying around. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they don't have legacy elf decks lying around to hand out, but uh, some some boxes of sealed product and stuff, and gave a, I think identical box to one of the children's charities that the Seahawks have. So, good use of their advertising PR dollars. Good cause. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Anyway, stuff. cool stuff. All right. Next, we're gonna move move on to some slightly slightly more difficult ones since I, I think right. I think you warmed up now. Um, are, are you sure we, we could we could stop it here right i, yeah. I, I i'm undefeated so Jeez. far and that's a good place to be right. stop with your head right right uh it might be more educational if we move on to some of the more challenging Harder ones. ones all right okay so uh basic island delver of secrets okay i'm gonna say I'm going to say blue red delver because if you're playing a three color delver, you probably want to get a dual to a dual land, or you might not even run hardly any basics. And ding ding ding, because you are correct. Uh, Grixis okay. delver, Sultai delver, Teamer delver. The general most people's lists for for these run exactly zero basic lands of any type. Okay. So if you see a basic island out of a delver deck. Unless it's a budget list or something, which you know could could be, but they exist. They exist, but if you're if you're looking, you know, if if this is online where duels aren't that expensive, or if this is a major tournament where you know you're not you're not worried. If it's like a signed beta island or something where you're pretty sure this is not a uh, not a budget <laughs> choice, um, 
it's blue red delver period end of story because there are no other delver decks that run basic lands yeah because there used to be i mean i i've seen other i've seen other two color delver decks but you really don't see them these days not at least anywhere near the top tables right uh you're right it it could be a budget deck but if it's a budget deck then it's probably a one or two color deck just because that's one of the easiest ways to budget your deck is you know cut some dual land colors so you know i i've seen people playing around mostly for budget reasons with like blue white delver mm-hmm. i don't think that's very good you won't see it at the top tables i don't think but no. I, I i just made both blue white delver players very angry at me i'm sorry but <laughs> i'm very sorry we're gradually alienating every uh every fringe deck all of the players of it by manalist dredge isn't a real deck uh, manalist dredge isn't a real deck and neither is i don't know what's popular yeah Miracles. Miracles. Miracles isn't a real Miracles it's not, is not, a, not, not a real deck. No. <laughs> I, I don't believe in it. I think it's the it's like the tooth fairy. It's not real. Fifteen percent of the meta game, it's not real. Um okay, 15% next percent of nothing. Next okay. uh Taiga. Mox Diamond, pitch a scrubland, chalice of the void on one. Um Taiga. And what did they pitch? Scrubland. Tiger and Scrubland. Scrubland, that's the white black one, right? Correct. Um Four Colors and Chalice. Uh and none of them are blue. Nope. Uh Lands? Like a weird lands deck? Uh so if this is game No, probably not, because they even, no. even at a sub sideboard they don't have Scrublands. Okay. They do um, happen to have chalice in the sideboard. G- g- give, give me another. Give, give me another. You know, I guess. Give me just another second. Okay. Um, it's a lot like lands, but it isn't lands. I mean, punishing Jund or something. Uh, punishing Loam. The four. I mean, I guess punishing Jund generally is not going to have scrub lands in it. This is the. Well, uh, this is the version four, of... Four, four, four color loam. Four color loam, yeah. Yes. That's what you're looking for. Uh, hey, because you're, that... you're the ones who told me that, like, Grixis can have green in it. So, I don't... I don't I, the words don't mean anything anymore these days. But, all right. Punishing Punishing Jun does not see a ton of play right now. That deck's pretty no. cringe. But the, yeah. this is the version that's sort of like a hybrid between Maverick and Lands. Um, yeah. So, you'll see Knight of the Reliquary in here in order to tutor up the depth stage combo. But it's running stuff like main deck Life from the Loam, main deck Chalice of the Void... Uh, Mox Diamond to pitch lands, which you can then recur with Loam. Um, so it's, a, it's got a lot of the strengths of lands uh, while having some creature board presence like Maverick. Okay. But it's four colors, which lands is not. So Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, to be fair, when I said a weird version of lands, I was kind of right. I mean, you're kind Actually, of right, I, but this is I was sort like, of right. This is, but yes, it, it is its own deck. It is a not a weird deck. version. This of is lands, like a tier. But... This is like a tier two deck. I mean, it's you know, it, it sees it sees some real play. I think it's better than that, but we'll move on. All right. Uh, next, polluted delta into underground okay. sea. Okay. Deathrite shaman. There are a couple of things this could be. This is not like there there's are. one choice, but you should be able to narrow this down to about say two or three different decks. Um, shardless. Uh, Shardless is definitely one of them. Um, a few Delver decks. It could be Grixis like, Delver like, or Soulfly Delver. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's also possible it do, could be Aluren. Does does Teamer Delver splash black for Deathrite? Uh, they do not play Deathrite. Okay. So 
Um, so, okay, th- those I think are are the best guesses. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, not yeah, this is one of those where you can't necessarily figure out exactly what they're playing, but it's you can sort of at least tell what colors they're in. You're not looking yes. at like elves or maverick or something, even though those might play. No. Uh, they, they've got gr- they're not going to play polluted deltas. Right. They've got blue, they've got black, they've got green, so you right. know that. Even if maybe the green is a splash or the black is a splash or right. something. Uh, and they've got, since they have blue, you know that they have force of wills. Right. Pretty much without question. Yeah. So that tells you some things off the bat. They are playing creatures, they are playing force of will. That's, right. That tells you a little bit. Right. Okay. Next is Tundra, past turn. This is Before deep- I forget... Before I forget, your mom is 15% of the meta. <laughs> I'm glad you were holding on to that for like five whole minutes. <laughs> uh, tundra past turn. Um, well, I'm going to say first of all that they have a weak hand. Right. This is probably a marginal keep. Well, well, uh, unless they have that and a fetch land and a brainstorm, in which case this is a great play. Play and that. I- I think that was yeah. actually the, I think that was actually the case is that this so that, was so it, it's, it's, it's not necessarily weak. In, in fact, I would actually expect that they have a brainstorm in hand if they play that. I if, they, think they keep, a, if they kept it as a seven card hand, and yeah, if they kept it as a seven card hand and play that and then pass the turn, they have a brainstorm. They might do nothing on turn one. Maybe yeah. they've got a smell spell, spell snare or something. Maybe, but right. um, uh, well, it could be a del a bad delver hand. Okay, but what delver deck uh, is playing tundra? Jeskai. Nobody plays Jeskai Delver. Your mom plays Jeskai Delver. Okay. Uh, Miracles. Miracles is the obvious answer, and that's probably correct. Although the specific hand came out of a uh, out of a uh, Stoneblade deck. Okay. So. So I I was wrong. I mean, I think if you see this, you should probably guess Miracles, just probabilistically speaking. that's True, probably but, what it is. But especially if, say, you win the next turn, and if right. they don't have a force will in hand, yeah, and you have to guess, out. don't guess very str- hard because Stoneblade and Miracles need a very different sideboard. That's very true. Although they're so, both slower decks, I mean, they're both going to see a lot of counter magic against your, against your. Yes, control, but. but depending on what you're playing, you might you might sideboard this similarly, or you might sideboard completely differently. So that's, that's true. I, I think you're. I mean, you're obviously right that this came from a Stoneblade that can work. Um, but, yeah, Miracles is most likely, but is not certain. Right. Um, okay, next. Uh, this is a little bit of a, well, this is, this is a little bit of a fringier option, uh, deck here, but... Uh, just, Nick Fit. No. Good guess, oh, though. Yeah. Eldrazi Temple, Lotus Petal, Stoneforge Mystic, fetching Umazawa's Jitta. Um... Eldrazi Blade, I guess. I, I, I don't know what you'd call that. I don't think I've ever actually seen a list that included all of those cards. Uh, Eldrazi and Taxes, the sort of Eldrazi okay. white I, deck. Yeah. I, I, have heard, I have heard of people with that. I've actually just not looked at the list because I assumed that it was a joke. Right. Um, but, I mean, those are all good decks, and they kind of go together, and Eldrazi right. Displacer is a real card. It is. If, it, if you're in white already. Is, yeah. So this is you're playing the Lotus Petals because you want to make sure you can cast your Chalice on one. Uh, mm-hmm. Turn one, but yeah. So you, when you see the Eldrazi Temple, you know they're playing Eldrazi, obviously, because that's otherwise very stupid. But the Stoneforge Mystic is a pretty clear tell that you're in a white deck since it's a white <laughs> spell. Um, so yeah, 
Uh, this, but, is, this even, is one that I generated. This is a random hand. I don't know whether you really would keep this, but I, I feel like you probably should. Um, well, and, and you know, a lot of times I will, when I'm trying to test out whether I like a deck or what the opening would be, I'll just keep whatever the seven is because yeah. you could easily get that as your five, but right. just with two less two cards. cards. So yeah. I'll usually just keep the seven and even if it's no lands, just deal with it since sometimes you'll get that when I'm testing. Right. So, um, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and that, that's the thing. If you get something like that, you may not know at all what to call the deck, but you already know, A, like you said, there's Eldrazi. Right. B, there's going to be a bunch of non-basic lands because right. that's why you play Eldrazi is because of the lands that help Eldrazi. Right. You know that there's white, so there's, you know that there's already going to be almost for certain um, some good removal and some good graveyard hate in the sideboard probably. Right. Um, you know that they're playing equipment and you know that they're playing multiple creatures to slap that equipment on. Right. I mean... That... That tells you a lot about what type of deck you're playing, even if you don't know the list, don't know the specific cards, and don't know what to call it. Yeah, and if, you, if, you're, seeing, if you're seeing creatures that are not combo pieces, and then you're also seeing Lotus Petals, you should be also thinking Chalice, because yes. uh, you wouldn't... You only play Lotus Petal really for one of two reasons. One is to cast a Chalice on one on turn one, and the other one is to play some sort of broken combo like show and tell or reanimator or something. So if you're seeing Stoneforge mystic, you're not on the broken combo plan. So I'm actually going to say chalice plus fast mana is a broken combo. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a soft lock. In it this is a soft format. Lock, that's yeah. a soft lock. Yeah. So that's very true. That's very true. Anyway. Okay. Uh, next, um, volcanic Island pass turn seven kept, keep seven card hand volcanic Island pass turn. Um, I'm going to go red, blue Delver. So I was saying no, because I don't think you're going to keep a seven card hand out of red, blue Delver that doesn't have a turn one threat. Now, that's a good point. Cause you're right. If you're still at seven cards, then that means you were pleased or at least very content with this hand. Right. So that's, that, that is not where this came out of. I mean, maybe you could imagine somebody might keep this if it had some disruption they wanted to play a brainstorm, but I think you should guess that this is not red, blue Delver because that's probably playing a, some that's probably playing some sorcery speed thing on turn one. Uh, I, I don't know. Just guy miracles. I, I don't know. I, I think you've got me here. So, so it could be miracles. I think uh, that de- those, those decks usually play one or two volcanic islands and they are totally happy sometimes just to play a land on turn one pass. Um, show and tell, I mean, sneak and show generally is uh, playing, sneak and show. Does, does play volcanic islands. Uh, the other thing that this could be is storm. Yeah. And in fact, that's what this was out of this is a storm deck. Okay. So, um, all right. Basically, which this is hard, right? Because it's like, well, my, either this is the like slowest pure c- control deck in Legacy, or it's one of the two super fast combo decks. Yeah. Um. So what do you do here? Well, I don't. Well, know. you you should assume in something like this that is fast combo because mm-hmm. there are the the odds that you would keep a miracles hand with this as your first land. Is a little lower just because there's, as you said, not many red sources in Miracles, even right. when you're playing the red splash. Which not everyone so, is, but most people are. But right, you're looking at one or two. Uh, it's probably a three or four of in Show and Tell, and at least a two of in Storm. Now, that said, if you're in that, 
and you, because uh, I think some of those, as we said, don't actually have any red in the main board. Red's just for the sideboard. Right. The, if you just wanted to play out a blue source on turn one, so that you could, you know, do something, this would be the one to do because, say, if you've got multiple ones and you just have to pick one, this is the one they care the least about getting wastelanded. Right. If you had to choose between so, this and a tundra, if you had no fetches in your hand, um, right. Or if you have a fetch and you want to fetch post brainstorm turn two, and I, I this is that, what you'd play. Right. You'll see that a lot. Right. Yeah. So okay. So. Uh, okay, next, let's, uh, oh, this is a, this is a rather obscure deck, but so, um, well, let's not do that. All right. So, uh, by, uh, by you, Deathrite Shaman. Oh, okay. Um, this one's really hard because that could be a lot of different things. That could be elves. Uh, I think as we talked about, that's actually a relatively weak opening with elves, but it's yeah. something that definitely happens. Yeah. Um, it could be. Uh, it could be um, Shardless. It, so Shardless does not always play a Bayou. Not always, but they can. They can. Could be Shardless. Um, it could be uh, a Delver deck. Um, it could be, you know, the, the Jun Delver or... Uh, Jund Delver. Wait, what did I just say? Uh, Grixis Delver. I have a cold, and I've got cold medicine. And okay. I'm going to say that all my wrong answers come straight out of the head cold. Okay. Um, so Grixis Delver does not play a bayou. Grixis Delver is all only oh, islands, because they've got, you're they right. want to play days. You're right. Um, There's an obvious one we've done a deck tech on you haven't mentioned yet. Well, I said elves, and I said uh, and Jund. Um, I guess it could be Jund. Nobody's really playing Jund these days. Um... Wait, a really obvious one that we did a deck tech on? Yes. I, I said elves already. Yeah, there's another one. Wait, what deck techs did we do? Maverick. Oh, that's not a real deck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maverick. Maverick, yeah. Is it's that what this one is? Uh, this is actually, this is this is uh, a Lauren, actually. Oh. But poop. that's a little I bit. I should have known. Yeah. But, uh, yes, so... Yeah, there's there's a lot of things this could be, but it, yeah, one of the things you just kind of think about, like what just what are the decks that play Bayou and Deathrite Shaman, is more or less what that was a test of. Um, okay, uh, here's a fun one. Uh, keep seven cards. Pass the turn. Um, this is on the play, by the way. Having won, the, having having won the die roll. On the play, having won the die roll. All right. Well. When I hear "Don't do anything," turn one pass. My first thought is Manalist Dredge, but if they win the die roll, they are going to choose to draw first. So it's not Manalist Dredge. Correct. Um, Storm. Uh, I guess it could be Storm. It'd be a pretty weird hand out of Storm for them to keep seven and not play a mana source, but I suppose it's possible. Um, your answer tells me that there's another one. Let me. Yes. Uh. I must be stupid, but I, I don't I don't have anything. Well, right. What else would it be besides Storm? Uh, so what this actually this this was this is from the uh, SCG Baltimore, and this is the Black Red Reanimator deck. Uh, oh, because what they do is they keep the seven cards, they draw a card, and next turn they're going to just pitch a Grizzle Brand. And and, the, and they're on the play since they have mana sources. So depending on their hand, they want to be on the play first, right? And but they just sometimes got, they're, they're they got a weird hand. hand that was decent, yeah. but. Yeah, but they just they had no way to get a card into the graveyard, so they just that, wait and then they can reanimate on turn three. That is weird. Yes, but this uh, happens. Reanimator decks sometimes do this black red reanimator deck, but also sometimes the uh, 
sort of reanimator classic, the blue black reanimator, will also do this sometimes. They just keep just keep a seven card hand and uh, just try to pitch Grizzlebrand or something on turn two. Yeah, um, yeah, whatever works. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. I had not thought of Storm, but you're right. It could be you could see this out of Storm, it, but that that is a weird hand regardless because if you are planning to not do anything on turn one, you'd rather be on the draw. Generally speaking, yes, yes. So, okay. whatever it is, it's a weird hand. But yeah, those are both things it could be. Right. Um, okay. Next, uh, uh, Volcanic Island Preordain. Okay. Um. Miracles generally does not play preordain. Um, Never plays preordain. Red blue Delver uh, also does not play preordain. We talked about this card. It has to get played in something. We it listed it. It was one of our played cards. It gets played in a couple of decks. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Our connection's breaking up, and my head is <laughs> just getting so bad. I, I can't. I can't. I, I'm I'm like that blockhead. My head's on a balloon. I can't hear anything. All right. Yeah. These are these are. All right. We're getting into the hard ones now. I'm gonna. Yeah. You're gonna. You're gonna have to be working on the rest of these. So uh, I, I I will be honest, and this is something which is strangely weird for me. I have trouble remembering the difference between ponder and preordain. As in, every time we do a show where I'm going to talk about it, I have to look up which one's which. You need to play more blue decks. That is never the answer. So <laughs> I, I, I can't remember which one's which, which makes it then a uh, futile effort to try to remember which decks play which. Okay. Well, you so should... I don't know. I, I just don't know, and I should know, and it's a weird mental blank that Pond, I have. Ponder is the better one. Um, so this is the one where you're going a little deeper. Uh, generally, yep. you're going to see this in... Uh, and I know which one's in... the better one. So Right. Okay. I know that. So remember, right, I know what the, I know what I know what the better one does. I just don't know which name it has. They both start with P. They're both blue. Fair enough. All right. They're both banned. I don't know. They're both banned in modern. Yes. So okay. Preordain is scry two draw one. Ponder is the weird rearrange the cards shuffle if you like draw. Yeah. Uh, so preordain is going to show up. Uh, the the main thing you're going place you're going to see this is show is sneak and show. So that's that's what your that's what oh. this probably is. Yeah, because they they want to dig. They want to dig. So the other thing that this could be is Storm, but generally Storm is only going to be running one Valk and one Preordain. So unlikely that their seven card, their first, their opening seven had both a Valk and a Preordain. Now, all right, if if you remember exactly how many cards are in every list, it's kind of hard. But but show and tell is probably what you're looking at. Well, um, weirdly enough, when I first learned Legacy, Show and Tell was ever Sneak and Show was everywhere. Yeah, and so I I knew it better, and then it kind of just stopped being played entirely. And it is, so I, yeah, it's a little I, less I popular now. That's, that's I, well, true uh, for sure. Omnitel, Omnitel was the big thing for right. a long time, and then you know it, it's coming back, but it's still not as big as it was. Right. Um, yeah. Straight up, uh, Sneak and Show is is almost a fringe deck these days, which is weird for something that used to be the best deck in Legacy not that long ago. Um, but still, uh, you know, people, people tend to keep their legacy decks, even when they sometimes are not optimal in the meta. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's good to remember that this is out there. And if you see a Vulcan a preordain, this is probably what it is, even though it's not super trendy right now. Okay. Next, uh, keep a seven card hand, play a basic forest and pass. Uh, so basic forests are played in Elves, in Nickfit, in Maverick, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume that a lot of the you know, like 
gender or well, no, no. As as you said, the Delver ones don't really play basics, um, and they wouldn't want certainly not the green ones. Anymore, yeah, yeah, certainly not green one. Um, mono green land destruction. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not kidding. I've played that deck, and it actually right. was much better than you'd think. At okay, least maybe they had a good hand. I don't know. So uh, I assume that yeah. the answer is no. Uh, that was that is dope. Uh, wasn't okay. where that existed. So uh, it, it might have been green black. I don't remember. It was I've seen it once. It I got played. It got played against me once, and it was okay. a amusing thing. Um, I the the crappiest elf hand ever. Uh, you probably wouldn't have kept a no seven. I I can't imagine a seven that you keep off that. Well, uh, no, I probably not. Uh, um, Nick fit. Uh, like probably I, I've been not going to keep but... seven, but so all right. I'll, I'll, this was all right. I, I, I th- maybe someone you can write in and, and tell me that I'm a moron for uh, playing this because this is what I, I did myself with a, with a seven card hand, but uh, just randomly generated. But this is lands, um, and maybe you shouldn't keep this hand, but I think there was a uh, there was a punishing fire in it, and a, I think there was a gamble. And I think maybe a stage and a depths and a grove of the burn willows. Um, so that does have a lot of good things. It's a lot of really good stuff in it. But you play the you play the there was no acceleration, no mox diamond, no um, exploration. But you play the uh, you play the basic forest first. You're, again, you're on the play, so you can keep a slightly slower hand. You're probably good against any creature deck because you got the punishing fire and the grove. Um, I, I, I feel, again, I'm not a lands expert, so I could be wrong here, but I feel like that's a playable hand. Um, and so I, I think the only reasonable thing, though, you don't really have a turn one play. I guess you, maybe you could have played the Grove and uh, gambled turn one. Um, yeah, but... But then you, wor- you worry sh- about you yeah, worry you, about being wastelanded. Um, right. Because I... Yeah. Not sure you'd want to gamble there. Uh, well, maybe, eh, so, eh, eh, it wouldn't be bad. But yeah, if you, if you got um, wastelanded, that could be rough. Yeah. Maybe there wasn't a gamble in the opening hand. Maybe it was a loam in the opening hand and a, and a grove and a punishing fire. So I think the only reasonable play there is the basic forest turn one. But I, I, I think you might keep. So it's a little weird, but I think anybody who keeps and plays a basic forest has got to be on lands. Okay. I think there's – anyway, that's the, 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 my point is I think that there is, even if this wasn't it, I think there is a keepable hand out of the lands deck that starts with a basic forest pass turn. I don't think there's a keepable seven-card hand out of any other deck in Legacy that results in Forest Pass. No, I, I can't think of it. Nick Fit plays on turn one. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to imagine an elf hand where, like, you've got a glimpse, so you want to hold your cards in hand. But you probably but, want to play, like, a Nettle Sentinel or a yeah, Heritage you, you, Dude or something, you want to play right? something they're not going to get be, going. Right, because you're going to be tight on mana on turn two. Right. Yeah, so you need something. So, Ma- yeah, Maverick, I, I can't is gonna is not gonna keep that hand if it doesn't have a one drop. So I don't yeah, I don't see what it would be if it's not lands. So okay. that's a that's a weird one. Like I said, I think this that was this is we're getting into the hard ones now, but I think that, that one almost has to be lands. Okay. Okay. Um okay, this is a slightly fringier deck, although one I think is pretty good here. So City of Traders, uh-huh. S- Simeon Spirit Guide, uh Blood Moon. Actually now that I say this I realize this actually could be a pretty popular deck. Uh, the, the, the eight moon. Uh, okay. Not actually quite that fringy, but, oh, okay. um, uh, eight, eight moon is, is a deck that, um, 
that runs four blood moons and four ma- magus of the moons to basically just say i'm gonna have a moon uh, yeah quick and it could be it, it could be that it could be that uh and yeah the other thing it could be actually is just eldrazi because they generally run all these cards but the card that it, this actually came out of a mono red sneak attack deck um, okay which is a pretty obnoxious horrible horrible deck um i mean it's a good deck but yeah uh, Blood Moons, Chalice of the Void, and Fast Combo. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know, I, I bet. Do they run Trinisphere? Uh, that's like sideboard. It, I think this. That's like mud and show. Show me the mud. It is kind of like that. Yeah. If you want to, right? But then it's got like uh, mud attack. Yeah, it's got a bunch of fast mana and sneak attacks and sneaky um, mud. We need a better through, name for this. Through deck. the bridge, yeah. Through the through the breach, um, yeah. Um, through the mud. Through the through. The, <laughs> that makes it. I mean, I feel like when you're playing against this deck, that is, that is what it feels like. Is you're trying to go through the mud uh, because they are bogging you down horribly. All right, all right. We have named the deck through the mud. Through the mud. Through right. the mud. Okay. Because you know, we talk about we talk about deck names. That one at least has something to do with the cards in the deck. So that it's not yes. like we just named it Filbert or something. Well, mud is mud is still kind of an abstraction there because it's like remember when artifacts used to have brown borders? They still do. Oh, okay. They still do if you're playing the right runes. I, Jamie, I know you're colorblind. I've got something heartbreaking to uh, to break to you. <laughs> they you they play- don't. They don't color them brown anymore. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, but my Lotus Petals still are brown on the outsides. So oh, right. if you're playing the correct versions of these cards, and if you need Chalice, well, there are people who will alter your card to look the way it's supposed to. I suppose. I suppose. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Muddy Moon. All right. A couple of la- last two. These are going to be real. These are going to be very difficult, I think. Um, so. I, I got it. I got it. Mudblood. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I think we have a winner. Really? Well, though, though doesn't doesn't mud just doesn't mud play uh, Blood Moon? No, because they've got all their like. Uh, well, I don't think they have any red sources, and I think I, they also. Need I to be- played one once that that was just a typical type mud deck, but it played Blood Moon. So maybe maybe I just played a weird version. Maybe. I think I think actually usually that's a pretty good sideboard card against mud because they're frequently trying to play like six drops off of all their soul lands maybe i'll just always remember because the only reason i got my deck going is because my uh my empty board and their blood moon made my gaia's cradle tap for red (laughs) and that's the only reason i was able to play my artifact destruction to get anything going get anything going that's funny yeah okay so uh buy you sensei's divining top uh, gosh, an evil person, uh, bad problem. people, bad I mean, people. Uh, technically correct, I suppose. So, um, this is you have to remember. So there are a probably a majority now, fifty percent maybe of storm decks at least are playing Sensei's Divining Top now. Yeah, um, because it's good at helping you find combo pieces, and. They generally play one Bayou so that they can bring in green sideboard cards. Yeah. So the other decks that play Sensei's Divining Top are generally going to be Mud, which is not playing a Bayou, and Miracles, which also no interest in a Bayou. And so, some burn lists are actually doing it. 
playing bayous? No, no, no. Do- Start playing top. Top? In yeah. Burn? Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't buy it yet, but some people are... I, I have seen at least two people who are speaking well of it. But, again, they're not going to be running bayous. Uh, they're not going to be running bayous. So I think, again, this is very weird. I don't think you're ever going... You're not going to see this very often out of Storm. I mean, you're looking at their one of top and their one of bayou. But again, I think this is one of those where there's nothing else this could possibly be. It's got to be Storm. And Here's the thing. Is it more likely that it is Storm with a very possible but unlikely hand or fringe random deck somebody brought that they brewed themselves because they I think mean, top is good in everything? I guess. I mean, that's. I guess that's a good point. Because um, think... if, it's, if it's a really, really unlikely hand... From one of these decks, I think you're right. Of the named decks, that's the only option. Yeah. And so it's a good guess. Right. But I, I'm wondering, like, of a hundred times when this has been played in the wild, how many of those times was random person who likes Deathrite Shaman and Top and built a deck with those cards? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm struggling to think of what you would play this in, but I mean, I guess maybe if you wanted, uh, maybe, I mean... Top plays well with Abzan good stuff. I guess. Abzan so, good stuff. Right, I, I've got, got I've got a modern deck. It's got it's got Seed Rhino, man. It's gonna do right. great in the GP. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, awkward. Love me some Seed Rhino. Maybe not. Uh, uh, People play it. Yet I remember I was opening it. up a box. Of, I, I was opening up a box of cons back in the day, and I was really upset because I only got two uh, fetch lands. I did get a foil Seed Rhino, yeah. and uh, you know I was like, oh, disappointed. Toss that in the pile. A week later, it spikes to 45 bucks, and I say, you know what? I think this is going to be a thing in modern. I'm holding <laughs> on to it. <laughs> does, anyone want like... to give me, would, does anyone want to give me three bucks for it? Because I yeah, think that's about that's what it's about what now. it goes for now. I remember telling you to sell when it was about 20 and uh, yeah. I was oh, yeah. I was correct. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Jamie, right. Jamie Makes Mistakes is, is, I think, the subtitle of this episode. Probably. Uh, All right. Last one, Bayou Past Turn. Again, seven-card hand. Oh, um, well, uh, wow. Because my first thought is crappy hand, but if they kept seven, then that means that it's better than what they thought six would be. So it's not a terrible hand. Right. Um, I, I think any, like Maverick and Elves, for example, which both definitely play Bayou, something like Nick Fit or Aluren, which also is going to play Bayou, is almost certainly going never to... Never going to keep a no, almost a, never. Right. And this isn't a, this isn't like a Sultai deck that's going to play Brainstorm because you can't play Brainstorm off of a, off of a Bayou, right? And, and you know, as as uh, Julian said when he was on the show, sometimes you will not have a turn one play, and right. so, with elves, and sometimes you will play Bayou as your land for, on turn one. But I think you mulligan it, if that's the case. Maybe you keep a six carder where this is going to be the case, but I don't yeah, think it, you keep a seven. If both of those are true. And you kept it seven. It's a very weird hand to be worth keeping, but doesn't have a turn one play and doesn't have a better land drop. Right. That's really weird. Right. Um, so, oh, you're 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 breaking up again. I, I think our connection's bad. Uh, <laughs> they, they, oh, there's too much chlorine in the tubes. I, um, I, I can't. Right. I, uh, I, I give up. I I, okay. I, don't, I don't know. So the one thing. Uh, wait, I... wait. Uh, Aloran. Uh... No, no, Charles. I mean, okay, it could be Shardless. Um, I I guess it could be Aluren. I think it's unlikely out of either of those. Again, Shardless usually does not play a Bayou. Seedrino.deck. Uh, like, i.e. Nick, Nick Fit. Um, again, no, I think no, they j- probably just, are not. Just, just, just Seedrino. It's, it's, 
<laughs> 30 siege rhinos and uh and hope you don't get deck teched yeah. right <laughs> right uh it's i think unlikely since you will probably lose every game um so i think the two possibilities for this are storm which does have the one of bayou and the other one which is what this actually came out of is reanimator which also blue black reanimator which generally does also have a one of bayou um and so this was a hand uh with the other the relevant other cards in here were a basic island and entomb and an exhum. So past turn, end yeah. of turn, entomb, grizzlebrand, next turn you play your basic island and you exhum. So you had to play that bayou first in order to be able to yep. cast the entomb. Um but right. And, so And this anyways, does really show you why it's good, especially on game one, especially right. on turn one. Right. To hold as much information back as you can. Right. You you, you don't want to give up any equity generally right. for that keep being secretive i'd rather I, i'd rather play an elf turn one than have them wondering if i'm on elves right but you know would i rather play a bayou and a death right shaman on turn one so that they don't really know what i'm playing right. versus a pendle haven into a nettle sentinel right where it's pretty um, obvious yeah um it, it, this person you know they could have done that on their turn one but uh you know, by 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 waiting, you might make your opponent misplay their turn one. Right. So I yeah I think um, the point is right. You think a bayou is generally you're thinking grindier decks like uh, you know it it might be maverick it might be shardless. Um, I mean shardless probably doesn't play a bayou I guess but you're thinking green black decks tend to be kind of grindier grindier decks for the most part. Um, but if they don't have a turn one play, oddly, it's probably actually more likely to be a combo deck, I think. And so I think you should, if, if they keep it and they, if they keep a seven card hand and play a Bayou and pass, um, I, I, I think you need to be thinking combo. I think you're right. You know, if, if you are not doing anything turn one and it's not a blue source to be, to be brainstorming, brainstorming and they didn't uh, play like thoughtsies or something because yeah. if they play a bayou and then thoughtsies you're like okay that's fine that's that's a normal thing to do yeah. but lots of decks can do that right uh and that yeah who knows what that deck is um but well, uh but right if they didn't play a sorcery speed spell i think you have to be thinking it's probably a combo deck good guess anyway at least you have to be certainly considering the possibility all right, that that brings me more or less to the end of my uh, the end of my list. I mean, I've got a whole okay. bunch of more of like, uh, you know, stuff like uh, Mulligan to six, play a basic island. You know, eh, I I I'm we'll, we'll hear back to see if this is actually useful for anybody. It was kind of fun for me to do, but yeah, I, I think I, I think a lot of what we just showed is that Jamie's not great at this game. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason that you're the uh, you're the, the the leader here, and I'm the um, fast talker. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, I mean, yeah, maybe we do another one. Maybe you, maybe you can make up a list and, and make me look stupid. But uh, all right, oh, I, I, yeah. Before we move on, I want to thank our sponsor, Thriving Turtle Daycare. If you have a little toddler, a little tyke, a little munchkin running around, a little beeble that you have to take care of, Thriving Turtle Dog, Thriving Turtle. ThrivingTurtle.com. They do have a website. Thriving Turtle Daycare knows that the thing that they need most is to sit there. Thriving Turtle <laughs> Daycare knows that, you know, there's a reason that God didn't let them walk when they first were there, because they're supposed to sit still. We put them in turtle costumes, and we occasionally, as they become more mobile, 
make them race each other. That's so that they can grow and thrive. We also use the energy that babies give off. I don't know if you knew that, that babies give off energy when they enter the battlefield to power the whole building. Uh, we, it, some people say we're building a Matrix-like dystopian hellscape. We say, think of the children. Mm. Thriving turtle daycare for all your little beebles. That was, that was good. That was good. Mm. Well, moving, moving on. on. Moving on. Uh, I, I don't know if we have anything more to talk about, but if you want to do a band card of the day. Yeah. Uh, band card of the day is... Uh, we talked about this. this you, you had one... Okay, I was about to say you had one job. You had like five jobs. I, I had a couple you, more than one job. Yes. You, you had one job that involved band cards. All right. Uh, since I can't remember things, let's uh, say that the band card is memory jar. Uh, Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so memory jar is a five mana artifact, uh, originally printed in one of the broken Urza sets. Um, they blur together. They blur together. Right. It was all a all a haze of really terrible magic cards that were way too strong. Um, and this one, you tap tap it and sacrifice it. Each player exiles all cards from his or her hand face down and draws seven cards. At the beginning of the next end step, each player discards his or her hand and returns to his or her hand, each card exiled this way. So this is a broken combo. I, I think the way that this worked was you would uh, Lion's Eye Diamond to make the mana to cast Memory Jar and you discard your hand, but whatever, because you were going to get Memory Jar and draw seven cards. And then you could, could resume comboing. Um, and yeah, just seven, five mana, five colorless, I mean, generic mana, draw seven cards is probably too strong to be a thing. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I'm trying to think of exactly what it would do in Legacy right now. I've only actually seen it played once. Somebody played it against me in a, a casual game yeah. um, where, you know, he was playing Moxon in his yeah. deck. So uh it's it's especially good when you can just then slap down all seven of, of your cards. Free, free mana sources and then cast yeah. out the cards you just drew, yeah. Uh I'm trying to think of what it would actually do in Legacy. Uh, I think I mean combo combo decks would use it. I mean I think it's just have easier. To power it out at five. Five mana is a lot for an artifact. I mean it's the same casting cost, same converted mana cost as um, ad nauseum and doesn't True. cost you life. So I think probably Storm just kind of does this yeah. instead of uh, uh i i think you're exactly right and just i think you're yeah. i think you're exactly right because if they draw seven cards decent chance many of those are going to be mana accelerants and maybe right. another memory jar right uh and then you're right because i mean how many cards do you draw off an ad nauseum sometimes a lot but seven i, I think it's pretty good pretty good that's yeah. a pretty good ad nauseum i think right and then you okay. don't have to worry about um you, you don't have to worry about uh, running your life total down with ad nauseum. Which means... Have we addressed that every band card would go into Storm? Yeah, this is actually, we're getting to the point. There are maybe like five more cards on the band list that would not go into Storm if they were printed. It's it's really just like, you yeah, it Storm is a problem. Um, yeah. And, and it is kind of fun, fun, fun for me to see uh, why. In modern, a lot of the bannings are to keep Storm in check. And there they yes. have to ban much more strictly because they don't have, say, Ports of Will or anything. Right. But Storm is just so consistently good because yeah. it its cantrips are its win condition to, right. in, in, by a certain way of looking at it. Right. Um, 
So, you know, when you can incidentally win while going through your whole deck, that's not bad. Right. That's what combo decks want to be doing is you're, you're just you're casting a bunch of spells in part to just look for your win condition, whatever your win condition is. And usually it's a, like a two card combo. And with Storm, it's a one card combo. You just have this one card. I mean, Grape Shot in Modern, um, Tendrils in Legacy, uh, sometimes as a sideboard, you'll bring in uh, Empty the Warrens in, in both formats as a, as a backup. And it's just all you need to do is find that one card because all your other cards were giving you the mana to cast them and hunting through it. And by virtue of the fact that you found it, you've got your storm count up high enough to win. And that's just now all you need to do is cast that spell and, and it's over. Um, yep. Show and tell, at least you have to have both show and tell and Grizzlebrand or Emrakul. And this is just one card. And. Yeah. I, I'm, I, this would find its way into other things also, because five is a lot, but I'm just thinking... Like, Mud would play this, I think, just well, as a draw seven cards thing, once they've got a bunch of mana, I mean... And, and heck, yeah, if, if they've got... Well, I, Elves, maybe? maybe? I mean, drawing seven cards is a lot, and five mana is not hard for a deck like Elves. Right, right. I mean... Seven cards is a lot. And if all your cards, as most Legacy decks are, cost one or two mana... It's then not who cares that you have to discard yeah. the whole thing? Right. And your elves, hand was probably empty to start with. Right, right, exactly. And, I mean, elves, fine. So that'll probably find you your second guy's cradle, which you can slap down, and then you'll play all the cards out of your hand. And, yeah, um, I, it's it's a weird card, but, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's too frequently going to look like five mana draw seven cards. Five well, generic mana drive se- draw seven e- cards. Even better strong. than that. Five mana... Draw seven cards, or like a split card, five mana. Draw seven cards at your next upkeep, like right. because you can untap and you can do it with all your mana available. That's true too. Yeah, right. Yeah, because uh, the activation so, ability activated ability doesn't cost anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that it's just, a split card that you could do right now if it works, or you could like you know Storm sometimes does play some stuff out early. Right. Uh, they want to keep their storm count high, but they'll set up a board first if they're trying to you know be a little bit more careful right also just as an added bonus you get to effectively exile the top seven cards of your opponent's library well uh, and if they've been which if they're playing miracles or something like they've probably set up all the cards they wanted right there and now they're all gone and if they've been say holding a force of will in hand right they don't you can make them right now their force of will is out of their hand for the for the length of time that you're going to be comboing now that said, yeah. if they're playing a force will deck and they get to draw seven, the odds that they're going to draw into another force will is are decent. not terrible. Plus, they probably just force your uh, your uh, memory jar. Well, which is I, I don't know thing, unless but... you played it early and held it a couple turns. That's true too. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, so okay, there's a lot of things it could do. Storm is the easiest. Storm is the easiest. That's just the obvious answer for everything. Is the storm is our, is always on the verge of being broken, and any other card that you give it is just the uh, the fact that it is not the best deck. I think is a tribute to the ban list. Yes. It, it, it shows that the people making the ban list know what they're doing. The fact that it is a tier better than two deck, yeah. but is not the top deck. Let's just acknowledge what a fine line that is for Storm. Right. That is a really well calibrated ban list. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Because, you know, not only do they have to calibrate the things that would go into it, the things that would hose it, that is, you know, as much as people might try to say that they don't pay attention, that, you know, if they paid attention, they would have banned uh, Sensei's Divining Top yes, or right, something. Yeah. Cardex is always top. top. It, um, in Legacy, anyway, it is. Yeah. yeah I, I can disagree on that one, but I think it's pretty good evidence that they are mindful 
of the band list. Yeah. Uh, that they have walked a razor's edge on Storm. Yeah. So. I agree. All right. Well, I think that's about it for today. Um, I think so. I think, did we succeed in having this be shorter? Not really. Not really. It's still an well, hour. <laughs> we hope you had fun. Oh, and I want to say it now so that everybody can be prepped for it in advance. Uh, we will probably talk about it more between now and then. There is a Legacy GP coming up, everybody. Yep. I'm January. telling you now. Yes, I'm telling you now so that you can get time off from work or get gas money saved up or something. It's January 7th, right? 7th, right? 8th, something like that. 6th, 7th, 8th. Something multi-day event, yeah. So, all right, it is in Louisville, Kentucky. We might be there. I know that I might be there, and I'm trying to make Drew say that he will be there. I also might be there. We'll see. Send and... him emails. Send him emails at mtgdrewwalton at legacyweapon.com, telling him, Drew, you really need to go. That's yeah. Uh, we'll see. I can't if plan you, my life that far in advance. If you offer him a cardboard box to sleep in, I think that'll up the odds. Ooh, Sweeten the deal a little bit. I do love me some cardboard boxes to sleep in. All right. Well, I, I will close out. Uh, all our contact information is in the show notes. And uh, I, I want one last shout out. Go play Go play Legacy on Moto on Wednesday. Every night, for every Wednesday for free. Or go to your local game store and tell them that you want a Legacy night. Yeah. If they... Honestly, if you have the people, they'll do it. If you don't have the people, have a proxy legacy night and they'll probably do it. Go have fun. Yeah. Until next time, remember, preparation is the best legacy weapon. Bye. Don't, don't worry. I think they disinfect the, the tubes of the internet on a weekly basis. Okay. Least. Oh, good. Yeah, every now every now and then they put a little bit of extra chlorine in the <laughs> ether just to clear out the pipes. It, it, it's it's just like in your house. You know, right. The internet the internet's going to taste funny for a few days. Why does this cat picture have a slight uh, chemical aftertaste? Uh, Ooh, <laughs> uh, well, well, that one's Schrodinger's cat. You really don't want that. Oh yeah, that's, that's a bad one.